Ahoy hoy, everybody, and welcome to Talking Simpsons, where it's your fault we're old. <laughs> That's a reference, by the way. This is Bob Mackey, your host of this lovely show. Who else is here today? Wow, you think I was going to do it again? Oh, I love it. I want it every time I talk. All right. Uh, <laughs> I'm Chris Antista, host of Laser Time Show. I'm Henry Gilbert, host of Cape Crisis and a billion other things. Mm-hmm. And today, by the way, this is Laser Time's uh, chronological exploration of The ah. Simpsons, and thanks for joining us on this magical voyage. And today's episode is Bart versus Thanksgiving, which aired November twenty second, nineteen ninety. Very close to Thanksgiving. It that was year. Thanksgiving. It was. It yes, was. They oh, say wow. it on the commentary, and I remember it myself. It was aired on wow. Thanksgiving. I guess that was a Thursday, so yeah. I was probably eating some leftover turkey at this point. So You're probably Chris, watching shit little football, Bobby. No, I wasn't. <laughs> Even then, I didn't like it. <laughs> well, because there's old. Yeah, I'll talk about it in the episode. So please, Chris, what happened on this magical day, Thanksgiving of nineteen ninety? What was going on twenty five years ago, for Christ's sake? <gasps> oh boy, Bobby. This week in Simpsons history, John Major is elected as Britain's next prime minister. MTV mm. refuses to air Madonna's Justify My Love video featuring sultry scenes in a bed. Mm. Uh, and a little indie darling called Home Alone tops the box office. Wow. wow. Justify My Love. Correct me if I'm wrong. Was, didn't she release that to VHS? I think so. And then it oh. took off like insanely. Was that the one that Wayne and Garth made fun of? Yes. With the, yeah, with the guy yeah. with the, the black and white uh, yeah. video. Bob, did we do Madonna in karaoke? I think I yeah. I, I sung like, like a, a prayer. prayer. That's my standard, by That's the way. We, we, no, I did that with you. We do. Oh yeah! Thanks for right. remembering our duet. You'll hear that a lot when I do karaoke. By the way, really, like, a like I, that's my favorite Madonna song. It's the best song she yeah. does. But um, I'm only speaking as a white man in his 30s. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky Star is pretty good too. It's pretty good. It's I like pretty it. Great. Also, uh, Madonna's really good though. That, according to Family Guy, that's like your gay test. If you say anything other about Madonna other than her looks, then you're gay. I've got a girlfriend. I swear. <laughs> So why are we talking about? Why am I talking about Family Guy? I would show? also fuck Madonna. Yes. There, gay wow. barometer. <laughs> You're putting that out there. Sure. <laughs> uh, is she happily married? Who knows? We'll find out on our Madonna cast. She does what she, does what she wanted. Never yeah. been a cast member on. Uh, never been a guest star on The Simpsons. Strangely, that's really strange. It does seem weird. At Someone this point. with her star power. But yeah, this is Barbara versus Thanksgiving. I want to say this was written by George Meyer. Yep. His first Simpsons episode that he was credited as a writer. Sole credit. I and, think um, he had a season one half credit. Henry, how would you describe? George Meyer's like attitude so, and writing style. I love George Meyer. He's my favorite. And one of his things is he actually had a one of the first things I ever read about a writer on The Simpsons was a profile, I believe, in the New Yorker on him. That's right, yeah. That he was the darkest guy from a screwed up family and he he hates the rich, he hates authority, he's not a fan of his family, and his his episodes are and his jokes are some of the darkest and meanest ones the show's ever had. I do feel like this, and this smartest this episode is really about the Meyer family more than the Simpsons. <laughs> yes. But yeah. um, you'll learn a lot from the commentary. Meyer says that this the inspiration came to this because it was a constant conversation in his is in his home about who ruined what holiday. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, you have to figure out who ruined what holiday. That's what makes that's what makes comedy writers tragedy and broken homes but also David or, or Harvard or apparently. Harvard too but I mean they can combine and join forces but David Silverman also directed this episode oh. and we'll see some really crazy David Silverman animation later like I think it ranks up there with the Raven in terms of yeah. ambition and like just insane camera angles and lots yeah. of pullouts yeah. lots of like like lots of awesome reveals done within the frame mm-hmm. yeah, really... if, if Brad Bird doesn't count as a director because he really only fully directed Executive one consultant. episode then David Silverman is the best director. I believe so. Like, he's he, the MVP. Ridgemore's great. Jim Reardon's great. Mm-hmm. Oh, for sure. Yeah, like all those original guys are like on top of their game at all times. But Silverman is probably the most expressive, the most mm-hmm. distinctive director. But the, this first... Bob, would you call him the glue? 
Um, I think the glue is like you don't stand out, really. You like. I think <laughs> Stop fighting with your sister! She took my glue! Ugh. It's not yours, Bart! This is family glue! <laughs> Stop it, you two! This is Thanksgiving, so glue friendly, or I'll take your glue away, and then no one will have any glue to glue with. Sorry, I, I appreciate your segue, Chris, but I feel like Mark Mark Kirkland is the glue of the Simpsons directors. Oh, he is the most reliable, yeah. and not not the, the Phil most Hartman. Pretty much, yeah. Like he does his job, but he doesn't really like rise above everyone anyone else. Are you really, so excited to get to Phil Hartman's first appearance. In the oh, show? when is that happening? Like, Soon, I'm not right? Sure. It's, yeah, it's I, this bo- season. I think it is the um, Bark gets by a car, right? In two episodes. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, the oh, Lionel Hutz. Oh, I'm first so excited for that. The, I was thinking <laughs> of the first Troy McClure, but that's not until the... Uh, is it the Soapbox Derby Racer? Or, oh, God. Or is that just the first uh, Dr. Troy McClure was showed up in... Um, I thought about the uh, the, the, well, nuclear, the nuclear power plant <laughs> educational film. Oh, yeah, he's in that one. He yeah. was in that, too? Okay. No, wait, no, that's the isotope guy. It's not. He's not in that. Gonna, he's in the gonna, chocolate factory. Gonna drag you back to the Thanksgiving episode. Please help episode. me. Please What's help me. Plenty of time to talk episode. about this. Yes. Yeah, so the first act is just like really super observational Thanksgiving yeah. things. Like there is no plot. Just like here's what happens on Thanksgiving. Homer watches football. Marge cooks. There's family members that show up. Just like it's a lot of very like specific holiday jokes without a lot of guidance. I think, which is fine because there's oh, like, yeah. a lot of observational humor in the early Simpsons. And, and like I've said before. I've commented a couple of things the Simpsons have done as Rockwellian. Mm. Uh, and at the same time, the president of the United States is slamming the Simpsons as a bad example of television. I find situations like this something I am nostalgic mm-hmm. for. Football on television on Thanksgiving? That doesn't happen anymore. <laughs> no, not really. Have big Thanksgiving. Well, no, I mean, there's a game each year. No, no, no Detroit, but like, that's, it's, it, not, yeah. it's not one of two channels and like the only thing taking I, over I everything. Yeah. Now I put on Turkey Day on YouTube with yeah, Joel Hodgson. Exactly. Or, like, or like my family just put something on Netflix. Or even, yeah. like, even like a fake fire log next to a real fireplace. Uh, I love those fake fire logs. And, and like we, we don't this doesn't happen anymore the men the men and the women aren't separated for Thanksgiving <laughs> so the kids ha- are helping yeah so they have a normal Thanksgiving mm-hmm. then Bart ruins something and doesn't care mm-hmm. runs away and then the family chases after him and then he finally comes out this right just, and this is also just again for me I've told you the I was Bart uh, scenario before but like this this I feel like happens to me to this day I am Bart <laughs> all the time and yes never mind we'll get, we'll I get felt to that more part. like Lisa in this episode too yeah but, uh, even though Lisa I think like watching it now she's she's less redeemable than I remember because mm-hmm. she was very like wrapped up in her own problems without yeah. realizing the scope of how little her problems matter yeah though she's used to being ignored all the time and this is just another moment of that that's true but, it really punctuated but, her her life of being just ignored but were there any were there any moments in this first act where Yes. Which is really just just like observational Thanksgiving oh, things where they're, they're preparing food and watching TV. I I've always never liked the Thanksgiving Day Parade, but still watch it. It still happens. I isn't love it. Absolutely yeah. still happens. It ha- it, I was forced. You know what? I was forced to research it re- like recently, somewhat recently, for the every Aladdin reference. Oh, wow. every every genie impression in Aladdin, and the whole internet thinks it's Mary Hart mm-hmm. uh, in Aladdin doing the, during the Prince Ali sequence, and I'm. She never hosted this part. He says, like, and then I'm like so in message boards hard. disputing. Okay. But the internet thinks it like, like this is not important. I mean, it was this some is today's show. Well, so look, and I, yeah, okay. You the, the clip, the clip of this, I this is my favorite clip of two on screen. I love this is Bill and Marty. It's so good. This is my quote it of the episode. So yeah, good. I love it. Uh, we want me to play the clip. Please up. play, I don't play know. Also it. Also, my quote. Well, I don't know if it gets any better. Than I will not talk. Quote yeah. um, but this is line of the show. That's the joke. 
Uh-oh, here comes our friend, Bullwinkle J. Moose. <laughs> Bullwinkle's antlers sprung a leak. Uh-oh, looks like old Bullwinkle's kind of got a taste of his own medicine. <laughs> <laughs> he certainly did, Bill. Wait, what did that mean? Did what I say make sense? Well, no, not really, Bill. <laughs> Boy, now I know how to pilgrim's spell. <laughs> what are you talking about, Bill? <laughs> <laughs> That's this... one of, like, four moments in this episode that feel like, Dan and Harry are just goofing. <laughs> yeah, and they animated it. Or, or they're making fun of me and all the game streams I do because I feel like those are the exact things just I say. To fill time. Yeah, just filling air, baby. What well, is that joke I just said? Did that make any sense? Make oh, any sense? let's just forget so, about it. Yeah, let's move on. Yeah, no, I. Well, as a kid, I definitely. I love the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade because it was. I love seeing the balloons. The I'm, balloons. That's I was waiting it, for the Spider-Man balloon. I was waiting for the Bullwinkle balloon. But the but the like. Oh man, here's the touring company for Annie doing their famous. <laughs> like no, change the channel. That's <laughs> that's what's gone wrong with the NBC's coverage of the Macy's Parade, mm-hmm. which is that it was first like okay, thirty minutes of Broadway productions, then an hour, and then it really turned into like ninety minutes it of sucks. Broadway, yeah. and then you'll finally get to see. I just want to see big balloons. But, also, one of my favorite clips from this entire episode. Thing. I think Marty Go questions ahead. Bill later where he's like, now I know how the, how the pilgrims fell. He's like, that still doesn't make any sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Uh, please, th- please continue. This, this, this of like the parade balloons, a great joke and a great in-joke on the popularity of the Simpsons. Again, right after the, the t-shirt line from yes. uh, Dance and Homer, we, we have this one. So the, like, just to give you some context, at the very end of this clip, when they're not looking at the television, a Bart Macy's Day parade balloon floats by. Which was in the Macy's Day parade. It that was year. that year. After one year of yep. popularity. Who the hell is that? Bullwinkle. Who? Wait a minute. Who's that? Underdog. Don't you know anything? Well, I know it wouldn't hurt him to use some cartoons made in the last 50 years. Don, this is a tradition. If you start building a balloon for every Flash in a Pan cartoon character, you turn the parade into a farce. And then we immediately see Bart floating over. And I'm sure, yeah. like, the commentary, we're like, oh, here comes Bart Simpson. He's up to some trouble, isn't he? Oh, what's yes. he going to do now? Do you, do you realize this is my second favorite uh, Simpsons parade float, balloon float uh, joke? <laughs> yeah. What's the other what? one? The absolute scratchy. No. No? It's it's them being, the parade in Springfield, like, oh, we always get, like, the fourth the fourth rent cartoon balloons in the Simpsons oh. parade. Like, Marge's like, what? What do you mean? There's Funky Winkerbean. Hey, <laughs> Funky! He's like, oh. <laughs> I think I remember Duckman's father was killed by a Bullwinkle balloon. Uh, that's, right. that's canon, by the way. We look forward to our Duckman podcast and when I can get that off the ground. I, that's a really hard clip for me to hear because I know when I watched it, I definitely I knew who, knew who Bullwinkle Underdog is. But this yeah. is, that, I do feel like Homer now. Like mm. You don't know who the fuck these people are? So what if they're not the kid from How to Train Your Dragon? <laughs> I think Marge also points out a Noid balloon. It's like, that's the Noid. He steals pizzas. And, <laughs> yeah. and, not, and not to harp on it, like uh, I said, I taped every episode of The Simpsons starting this season and watched them every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I missed this episode. Oh, and it probably because ne- it's Thanksgiving. Wow, and, and, and because it's Thanksgiving, it never aired again. Right, it never aired again. That is I never, crazy. I never saw it in syndication. It was not rerun uh, throughout the course of that year. Chris, in the first like seventeen years of The Simpsons, I remember the one episode I missed, and that was Itchy and Scratchy Land. Oh, that sucks, Bobby. Yeah, I eventually wow. saw it again as a rerun, but I, I like it always like like just haunted me. Like yeah. I missed the no, first it, one, Simpsons. How did I do I'd this? Seen the promos, I knew there was a Thanksgiving episode. I knew that it involved Bart. It's Especially, and that was really important to me. Right, and it was, it, yeah, it sucked. It did not air again that year. I didn't see it until syndication. Yes, missing a holiday episode was and a big deal back then. This is a good, this is a good setup to what's going to happen later. Just because I, I don't know, I don't know why. As I grow older, I connect more. I like whenever Lisa is being Lisa, a little kid. Mm. I, I just get really melty, and I do like she's making a, a centerpiece for the Thanksgiving uh, festivities. Maggie, I'm about to unveil my centerpiece to the family. 
It's a tribute to the trailblazing women who made our country great. See? There's Georgia O'Keeffe, Susan B. Anthony, and this is Marjorie Stoneman Douglas. I'm sure you haven't heard of her, but she worked her whole life to preserve the Florida Everglades. As one of the Simpson women, would you like to contribute something to it? Oh, thank you. That is not only a cool Lisa moment, it's a cool Maggie moment. It is. Maggie like, never gets any cool moments. It's funny that Maggie buys into it, too. And, and yeah. like, Marjorie Stillman Douglas, I have n- still never heard of her. Uh, that's the, growing the, up in Florida, Florida living Florida, with a... Will uh, hear her name, oh, so you guys have heard of her. I mean, you guys are both Floridians. My, well, my father is yeah. the district attorney for the Game and Freshwater Fish Commission. I spent a lot of time in the Everglades. Oh, wow. Being coerced into doing a lot of reports on the Everglades. I absolutely have heard of her. <laughs> well, that I like that bit, too, because it feels like the kind of George Meyer uh, joke that's a very under-the-radar joke of, like, bringing up these forgotten feminists that nobody's heard mm-hmm. of whose names have probably never been said on a sitcom on a ever. Like, it's like getting away with, away with something. Yeah, maybe, yeah. maybe yeah. like, Dick Cavett show during Super Bowl week, maybe. like, when no one else is watching. <laughs> the, mm-hmm. Also, this scene and Bart's response to Lisa made me see certain parallels to online video game ethical conversations oh, because let me let me just get this out of here real quick okay so, henry i i did write she has a very sjw centerpiece yeah, lisa's <laughs> making a centerpiece that mm-hmm. celebrates that celebrates feminists it is in no way stopping uh, thanksgiving bart doesn't get it and destroys it and is like who cares and then i just saw the parallel you can see no parallel. no no no. it's just like it's not, hard to not miss them i was gonna bring them up at the end. only at the end does this show reveal because again i see a lot of myself in bart i wouldn't have intentionally destroyed oh, the yeah. centerpiece and i thought he didn't either but he kind of cops to it at the end of the episode. Kind of, yeah, kind of. And we'll did. get to that in a second. Yeah, no, he says he does, and he doesn't really understand himself. But before we get to that point, I do mm-hmm. want to talk about like the family members that we yeah. see. So we have Patty and Selma showing up, and they bring their own dish. Can I play the clip? Oh, please do it's because the, it's the grossest dish I've ever heard. Trout of. Trout almondine? Definitely didn't get it at the time. Okay. You brought food. Just a few things. Swedish meatballs. Mm-hmm. And my trout almondine. You knew that I was cooking a turkey. Which is fine. More power to you. It's just that some people find your turkey a little dry. Mm-hmm. And if they want an option, they'll have it. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong, and I sorry I don't have a clip of her, but um, is this the first appearance of Miss Bouvier? I Absolutely. think so, yes. Now, it was an event for me it, of like, this is Marge's mom. We've so, never seen her yeah. before. That's what made it so irritating that I missed taping this episode i'm guessing it was probably in ocala at my grandparents watching being introduced to mystery science theater 2000 that's probably what was that's happening. a great time to be alive and, yeah, seriously <laughs> like why does 2015 suck so much jesus help Christ. us we want to be back in the uh, 90s and and i guess i missed taping this and it, the promos promoted that it wasn't so much it's a thanksgiving episode and you get to meet mrs bouvier and there's a minor moment where she gets like the star treatment is in a build-up she well, gets a build. her hair first and then well her... you see a cab stop and a guy get out and let her out of the car i and... don't think the bouvier thing is introduced until the way we was because that's a very yeah. kennedy joke and, and do we even learn her name that her name no, is jacqueline it's just her mom yeah it's just mom's marge's mom i but this also showed that this was the first time marge and her sisters ever disagreed on the show too 
Like That's they right. hate Homer, yeah. but she never got mad at them. Yeah. She was always like, "Be nice to my sisters, Homer." But in this one, she's like, the, "Even even they have tension on this episode of them doubting her ability to make a, a good turkey." Which proven, Marge can't make a good turkey because no. they are basting the shit <laughs> out is, of it. Are, that yeah. is such a gross scene. In the <laughs> in, like at the time, I thought it was the most fart jokes I've ever seen in The Simpsons. It's like, <laughs> Three Bouvier members like basting the shit out of a turkey. Oh, also, when I was a little kid, I don't want to make a Bukaki joke there, so Bad I won't. Voice. But uh, when I was a little kid, I definitely thought I was helping in the way Bart helps Marge as well. Um, like that. that is very observational. Like, the kid yeah. that asks for every like minute, granular step of the process. I'm nominating this for my line of the show. That's the joke. It's broken, Mom. Mom, it's broken. Mom, it's broken. Mom, it's broken. Mom, it's broken. Mom, it's if anybody hasn't, if there's no good remixes out there of that, there's nothing I'd like the show to influence more than to someone to do a remix yeah. out of Mom, It's Broken. That is a great little line from Bart. Just it's, like the very like like impatient child attitude. Like, I'm going to turn this into a song because I just need an answer. It's wonderfully symbolic of who Bart is, and it's also very good evidence of who I was. <laughs> oh, and this also, before we get to when actual drama happens, mm-hmm. this is another big signpost of a George Meyer script. Gambling on football. Like, oh, for sure. Yeah. This is the first time it's been introduced. It'll and happen a lot. They come to love it so much God is an entire it. episode is gambling yeah. on That football. was a really funny line that I meant to go back and grab. It's your daddy's favorite team, and I hope they lose by five points. <laughs> like, five points. We did miss one thing, which, again, is a very George Meyer thing. It is like the personification of Marge's mom, where her, her one of her two lines is, I have laryngitis, so it hurts to talk, so I'll just say one thing. You never do anything right. Yes. And then she just goes into the house. (laughs) And like alone. I'd really like to think like I I didn't grow up in a like a hyper nice family, but like I'd like to think Simpsons conditioned people to not be this rude to one another. (laughs) Like is that my family is not like this. Well there was a facade of pleasantry until people had too much to drink on Thanksgiving, I I think. think there's I think there's definitely a message in this episode of like you see the parents the grandparents who who handed down bad behaviors to their kids. That's like, true, yeah. Them, and then Homer and Marge are then passing that along to their <laughs> children. Like, there's the bit with Grandpa telling Homer he's lighting a fire wrong, To Like, it's bad parenting all the way down. I, and I do like the brief visit to the Springfield Retirement Palace, where it's like, the following family members wish they could be here today. Oh. Yeah, and then it's just, like, uh, depressing I mean, as heck. I can't, like, not to harp on my... My grandfather recently died. I'm 35 years old, and up until 18 months ago, had three out of four of my grandparents. You were totally out of grandparents now, right? Yeah. No, I have one left. You have one left, okay. I have one left, but she has no facilities and is in this old folks' home, and this is where I spend every holiday. Now. I see. And I definitely get that, because we, no, we don't take them out of there, because yeah. uh, we got steps and no ramp. I wrote, <laughs> so, uh, I wrote, it's impossible. I wrote that I think that old folks' home is the most depressing thing yes. ever in a Simpsons. That's, Dude, it's, it's so yeah. real, and the Instagram I put no up... there's no extra joke to it. There's no hype. No, and I put an Instagram up uh, of the old folks' home on Christmas Eve. Someone volunteering to play Christmas themes flatly on a clarinet mm-hmm. to people's slumping over in their wheelchairs and, wishing there was a TV on and every, Ooh, they wouldn't forget and I went like out to that. a bar and like people I haven't seen in years and like that was pretty awful what you posted on it <laughs> this made me feel really bad is this the first appearance of thank you for not discussing the outside that's world that's I was just about to ask that, I think it might be the first appearance of that, that sign joke. in general yeah. like it, that's, that, that has to be a George Meyer joke yeah, I, I, it, feels it feels like, feels like one. it's the only yeah. time the camera dwells on it but it's been in the background again okay. and again also when Homer says the hell with this mm-hmm. that, that also became like a motto <laughs> for me like Go like, oh, the hell with this. 
But back at the Simpsons house, um, I just had this clip as called Bart is Awful. <laughs> That's it. Go to your room. Now. Okay. I'll take some white meat and stuffing to go and send up the pumpkin pie in about 20 minutes. I said now. Mom, do I have to? Yes, you do. I hope you're happy, Bart. You ruined Thanksgiving. <laughs> a very stagey line, but yeah. it, it, it reminds me of talking to adults and authority figures. I learned very early on that no matter what society has told you you don't actually have any authority over me and you can't starve me yeah and i have to keep me alive i don't have to apologize and i don't have to do what you ask me to and you're still gonna feed me and i still get to do whatever i want as a kid i was on both sides of those things i actually like i felt like fuzzy emotions when lisa says you don't even care like i do now hurt that hurt to hear but yeah but obviously as a kid i definitely was like oh i'm gonna say something snotty to my parents when they think they're disappointed. i thought that was the best thing i could do is (laughs) like be funny and i'll just be having a breakthrough on the mic i'm invincible (laughs) one thing (laughs) no one one thing i noticed in this episode is uh musically like um they play the one thanksgiving uh carol i know which i only know from the mystery science theater promo like we gather together to watch cheesy movies you can hear that song playing in the background of this episode i know it's like it's like a standard like a thanksgiving standard if there's one of them but like it it keeps popping up as like a like like a late motif or something like that i like that so lisa and bart are not at the table anymore bart has burned lisa's centerpiece that she worked very hard on uh because it's sjw and doesn't deserve to exist that's clearly what we do with other people's opinions um and homer's prayer is the most pathetic thing i've ever heard in my life and lord we're especially thankful for nuclear power the cleanest safest energy source there is except for solar which is just a pipe dream anyway we'd like to thank you for the occasional moments of peace and love our families experience well not today well, you saw what happened. Oh, Lord, be honest. Are we the most pathetic family in the universe or what? Amen. I, I talk a lot about Simpsons sacrilegious jokes, but I do like the sincerity of, like, Homer just forgets and, like, I'm talking to God here. Everybody shut up for yeah. a second. I think oh, later I there's, like, a line that's like, Homer, no gossip. Like, he's, like, gossiping with that guy. What's I, up to I didn't mean to cut it out, but it's Patty or someone saying, worst prayer ever. Yeah. <laughs> well, and, and so then Bart goes to... There's a nice little interlude after Bart runs away that he, with Santa's Little Helper, which they mm-hmm. mentioned on the commentary that that was a choice of theirs that let's Santa's Little Helper was involved in their previous holiday episode, yeah. Christmas, so they get him involved in the Thanksgiving. And I think he's also kicked out of the house for trying to steal a turkey leg or whatever. You yeah. hear yes. that like ADR line before he's kicked yeah. out of the house and Give joins me back Bart. That turkey leg. But, yeah. So then they go to uh, Burns' place, and I wrote this down that I think this is the first time you visibly see the releasing of the hounds. Yeah. He said he'd release yes. the hounds on his previous one, but this time you see and the it's, hounds it's released. visually, I consider it synonymous with releasing the hounds, even though, I, again, I've not seen this episode as much as every other one. The hounds I are couldn't... like these sleek killing machines yeah. that just, like, dive at you. Yeah, yeah. they did a great job. They look like fucking, like, World War II bombers yeah. at, at, at some point. And that point. overhead shot of them just, like, just like dwelling outside yeah. of the, uh, the, the hedges is really amazing. David Silverman, again, is fantastic. And also, I forgot that I'm... You know, we all remember Evergreen Terrace as mm-hmm. their address, but I forgot that Burns was on the corner of Croesus and Mammon, wow. which, are, which are deities of greed. That is true. I, I only knew about Mammon. Croesus, eh? That is that yeah, Greek I, or Roman? I don't know. Okay. I, didn't, I should have looked that one up. I'm sure um, a commoner will let me know. I just have this quick clip because, again, I connect more with – I want to be more Lisa now mm-hmm. than I am Bart. <laughs> Uh, so I connect with her a lot. Uh, Jesus Christ, when we get to the Mr. Bergstrom episode, I have no idea what I'm going to do. Um, but 
like I love this sequence. You saw me melt and moaning Lisa when Marge Marge has a good rapport with Lisa, and this mm. is another instance of that. Lisa, I'm very sorry about what happened. Mom, I poured my heart into that centerpiece. Things like that always happen in this family. I've noticed that too. <laughs> well, when you feel like coming down, we'll be there. I like I like that sentiment, yeah, and I like just sweet. her playing the frets on this. Lisa is writing a parody of Allen Ginsberg's Howl. Named Howl of the, Howl of the Unappreciated. Uh, sorry, unappreciated. I saw oh. the best meals of my generation destroyed by the madness of my brother. My soul carved in slices by spiky-haired demons. <laughs> Meanwhile, and this is this is also evidence of me learning nothing. Mm. Bart is off having the greatest adventure of all time. Yeah. And well, then, uh, by the way, they mentioned on the commentary that Ginsburg heard about that and, and did appreciate it. They I guess heard... he was still alive back then. Yeah. yeah. He, he held on for another, he was farting around for another, like, this is true. So, one of my favorite throwaway jokes I never noticed as a kid, um, what Bart goes, I actually did this too because I was a bad kid, like, fuck you, I'm not getting a job, I'll go give some blood. Mm-hmm. And Bart does that to make twelve fucking dollars. That is true. Like I gave plasma once, and it was mm-hmm. such a depressing experience mm-hmm. that I never did it again. Like, yeah, I, I, there was one guy reading the same page of the Bible for like three hours while I waited. And I'm like, oh, I don't like these people. They, a twelve dollars in nineteen nineties. Couple of my loser friends are like, yeah, we don't even have to go to school or ever get jobs. Just give blood every day. And like, yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> I don't can't, think I have that much blood in me. Can't get blood once a month. I like, know. We yeah, were just speculating on being. Right. Un- we were trying to be losers. I don't. The know blood market was much more. Uh, burgeoning there back were, then. There were, so when Bart goes down the other side of the tracks, it had one of my favorite sign gags to mm. date, which is it was called Massage Parlor, but massage was in quotes on the side. <laughs> oh, I missed like, that. Totally. Yes. Wow. It awesome. So but it goes funny. to give blood, and I love, I love this uh, exchange. Hey, you've got to be 18 to sell your blood. Let's see some ID. Here you go, dollface. Mm. Okay, Homer, just relax. <laughs> Ow! I don't know who that voice actor is. Me neither. Me neither. They have secretary or something. I don't yeah. Know, but the... Uh, okay, that's also they mentioned there's two things they cut on the commentary that mm-hmm. I think it wasn't clear on the commentary if they had cut it from the script or they cut it from animatics or even animated it. But mm-hmm. they said there was supposed to be a full scene inside the uh, blood donation place. And then when Bart passes out, there's supposed to be another dream sequence where Bart's at the first Thanksgiving and they cut both of those things. Oh, wow, I forgot about that. Conceptually there. Uh, though I also wrote down a kid passing out on Skid Row that is a horrifying like that horrifies it's pretty dark like if you examine like Bart is found by two homeless men who like who are nice yeah they are very they're very charitable nice home nice so I do like that they take his money without you know any kind of uh, reservations well also like Bart ends up at a homeless shelter and his family finds out where he (sighs) is because of television and like if if you're new to the show or didn't hear the first season on patreon.com slash laser time exclusive there because they made it happen uh we talked about like there was there was an an inside joke with the writers that didn't really it felt like didn't the audience didn't get is that kent brockman is always out Mm -hmm. that's right yeah scott christian or there's always another guy is this the first kent brockman it is not the first kent brockman on camera because he definitely like for example he's in the crusty gets busted episode yeah but this is i did write down fine his first on location this is the first time they have occupied the same space as kent brockman and Mm -hmm. he isn't just on television and he's Mm -hmm. he's talked about by the simpsons family i love this this awful fucking overindulgent news piece (laughs) oh we have lots of names for these people (laughs) bums deadbeats losers scums of the earth We'd like to sweep these people into the gutter, or if they're already in the gutter, to some other out-of-the-way place. (laughs) Oh, we have our reasons. 
They're depressing. They wear ragged clothes. They're crazy. They smell bad. Hey, listen, man. <laughs> Wait, I'm going somewhere with this. So every year on one lone conscience saving day, we toss these people a bone. A turkey bone. And that's supposed to make it all better. No, you won't find Freddy the Freeloader or Emmett Kelly or even Charlie Chaplin's <laughs> beloved little tramp down here. Pompous, blow-dried college boy. <laughs> His girlfriend is the weather lady. You don't say. <laughs> now I'm interested again. I feel like, like couch talk. College boy is something you can't say after the 90s yeah. because everyone yeah. has gone to college, I think, at this point. It's, well, not, it's not a special thing. That, he would, of course. Yeah. Well, so well, one thing I found funny is that the Simpsons see this uh, this human interest story that Kemp Brockman's doing that, and that's how they notice Bart. But Lisa's Lisa's poem, "The Howl of the Unappreciated," mm-hmm. is interrupted because it's like there's Bart. So like again, like her yeah. moment is destroyed, which I love. Like, yeah. like even in even in defeat, just, like Lisa cannot get one moment of sympathy. And I'll, I'll never yeah. say this to my sister in in person and to, to, to her herself, but she is <laughs> the nicest, sweetest person ever, and I constantly inadvertently do mean things to her. And growing up, got all the attention by being bad, <laughs> it, like wow. over her amazing accomplishments. She made a save the whales club in fourth grade. I'm like, wow, that's a lot yeah, for a fourth pussy grader. Save the whales, dumb, 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 gay, <laughs> That was me. And and like, meanwhile, she was doing something great. And yes, and she, if I ever die and I've never told her something nice. I'm sorry. I was the Lisa in that relationship with my sister. Were you? She was the Bart. Yeah, well, she was the one who ran. Younger? Who ran away? I was younger. Yeah. yeah, so I ran away a ton. So. Yeah. So was this the first Eddie and Lou? Was this? I the, think so. Because it was. They're, they're not, not the right voices. The voices right are voices. swapped. Yeah. Like Lou has Eddie's voice and Eddie has Lou's voice. But they're visiting the, the Simpsons, cops, by the way, in order to figure mm-hmm. out what happened to Bart yes. and like mm-hmm. try to kind of I guess press charges. Like I don't know. March had to, like, what did you tell him? And she's like, I said that he ruined Thanksgiving. They're like, really? Like. Because yeah. like I, I don't yeah, know. I understand. Like you, re- I read that break is and like, well, they had to go to commercial. Oh, for sure, this, yeah. Get this across to Bart, but I like that that they make Marge feel bad for it later on. So Bart comes back, but he, like, I love. I have a, just a small clip from oh, his, his, his again talking about beautiful animated sequences. Mm. His uh, the dream is a best. It's hallucination thing of like how his whole family thinks of him. This is fantastic, and this is how people like me and maybe you on the internet victimize themselves when they're really being an asshole. <laughs> It's your fault, I'm bald. I'm sorry. It's your fault, I'm old. I'm sorry. It's your fault, I can't talk. Maggie. I'm sorry. It's your fault, America has lost its way. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm, sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm 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 sorry. So most of this, I, I should have gotten that clip. Is like Bart is on camera. Is like, yeah, and I just want to say I still won't apologize because fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to know what David Silverman's animation looks like, mm-hmm. use this scene as your guide because like the expression. The camera angles, the the, the movements, like the, the the fingers pointing in at Bart. You'll, you'll like, at least see it in the album art. I love it. Yeah, it's it's beautiful. They get closer and closer to his mm-hmm. eye. Yeah, it's just yeah. It's, they it's don't beautiful. do this anymore ever. I, I screen capped this for Twitter. Like I was like I was pulling all the most insane like expressions because mm-hmm. there's there's this great pan. Mm-hmm. It's not it's a, beautiful. It's not even a straight horizontal pan. It's like it's yeah. like, it's like a I don't know like a rainbow pan across a bunch of faces. I've been capturing animated stuff for so long for painting sequences. I did it in the first episode of The Simpsons for cartoon. Christmas, but I love stitching together animation pans. I'm I tried like, doing that it's today. Impossible. It is impossible. It's impossible like, because it moves. It moves in like a, a waveform. It is, yeah, because that's to go back to where Homer mm-hmm. is, like initially. So yeah, it's like an amazing piece of animation. It really is. Yeah, I 
so then Barco's on the roof, and I also love the bit where he says, like, Dude. the boy who nobody wanted just won the Super Bowl. <laughs> did you guys have a place where, like, balls and toys went where they I were wasn't yeah. unsalvageable? I, yes. I, did. I had toys that went under a couch or something. Yes, we had a – we don't – there's no basements in Florida because it's wet. Uh, and so if we had a deck uh, and if anything fell through – like, I had got the Mad Scientist kit. You remember that shit? You oh, set right, up a skeleton yeah. and then build a fleshy est- – oh, ex- yeah. fleshy stuff that you can then burn off. And then I just – Boom! Dropped it in the scale. Everything fell, but like within one hour of having this thing, I wanted it. it felt and it's to all. It's still there. My wow. parents still live there. I could, but there's no access to it. Future archaeologists will find. Oh it God! And find out about Chris Antista. What was this? They made fake bones. Oh, and that. By the way, the dream key sequence mm-hmm. uh, laid out by Eric Stefani. Oh wow! Eric Stefani was still working on the show at that time. Who he quit? Would, no doubt. Yeah, he quit. No doubt to be an animator, mm-hmm. but he still was a. He still made money off of the big no di- no doubt hit album. Like he was a songwriter. Yeah. On oh, or I didn't something. know that. Okay, no, cool. he's like, he so was like he the, got the figurehead or organizer of No Doubt. Like yeah. he's and the brother of Gwen Stefani, obviously. On a later commentary, David Silverman will tell the story that he got shipped a gold record to work, and then he's like, <laughs> "I can't do this." There, there are two notes that I have. One that like whenever they flash back to the Simpsons house and this Evergreen Terrace, yeah. there's smoke coming out of everyone's chimney, which is a really elegant and subtle way to convey that this is the holidays. There's a season change. Happening. Yeah, like yeah. well even. Even, you know, even in Florida when it's not hot, like you just build a fire. You just do. You do during Christmas and Thanksgiving. And I, I love that. And then also, like, take, if you're watching this, take note when Ken Brockman gets in the van, it is a different person. It is oh, not really? Ken Brockman. Okay. It, wow. it is not Ken Brockman at all. Well, he, he transmogrifies, I guess. No, it's just like, I think just somebody didn't bother. It's just a generic dude with white hair. But like, uh, I see. He's Ken Brockman. There's very specific things to him. And like, it's super close up and it is totally not him. Mm-hmm. Well, and then the episode ends with just the same level, like 30 seconds of sweetness. But uh, I, I really like the scene where Lisa is on the roof with Bart. And, like, it's great that Bart is, like, trying to figure out, like, why he's doing the way, yes. the things he's doing. He doesn't understand why he's impulsive. Everybody should speak out loud their yeah. situation with other people. And it's come to – I think you, everybody can come to the same conclusion. I love this. This is my favorite clip of the whole show, not line of the show. But. Bart, why did you burn my centerpiece? Oh, come on. Was it because you hate me? Or because you're bad. I don't know. I don't know why I did it. I don't know why I enjoyed it. And I don't know why I'll do it again. Just tell me you're sorry. Why should I? Bart, the only reason to apologize is if you look deep down inside yourself and you find a spot. Something you wish wasn't there. Because you feel bad, you hurt your sister's feelings. Leave me alone. Just look. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Looking for a spot. Still checking. Oh, this is so stupid. I'm not going to find anything. Just because I wrecked something she worked really hard on and I made her. Cr- uh oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, Lisa. Apology accepted. I do yeah. like that Lisa forces empathy on Bart. Like, yes. just yeah. just go through this process. You need, you need to. to. And he's like, I would do it again. Like, I don't know why I do <laughs> yeah, these I'm things. Going I'm going to do, this, do again. this again. I promise you that. Yeah, but... Yeah. And I also liked her that she blames herself for not taking... Uh, uh, sorry, I wrote it down exactly. I failed to take his abuse with good humor. Like, that's how she blames herself. <laughs> that sounds like the what March says about Stanley Kowalski in the Streetcar <laughs> musical. Can't you take it with general good humor? Yeah. Like, I do feel like this is a very Bart gets an F persona of Bart yeah. where he's like, he doesn't like being 
who he is, but he also doesn't understand who he is. So yeah. he's just trying to like just go with it as it happens. Mm. But Lisa is forcing him to like deconstruct Bart as a as a person yeah. and now, figure out like why he does things. This was this like I said, this was my favorite episode to date because I think it, it's full of hilarious stuff. It's a real funny episode, but it really gets in with the family and it's him being an unhappy family that's mean to each other. But still loves each other in the end. Like, it's full of passive aggressiveness and love. Yeah, and I like that the last scene is them eating turkey sandwiches, like, at midnight or whatever, which is, like, what you do over the holiday. Well, now they'd be lined up for Black Friday, am I right? (laughs) They'd be stomping and crushing each other for Xbox One. the number one gift of 1990? (laughs) Oh, man. uh, Super Nintendo? Nope. nope. One more year. Uh, A Genesis, perhaps? Yeah, maybe a Genesis. Tickle me, Groucho. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, sorry, Was that was wrong. Cabbage Patch Kids. No, I'm gonna Ninja say the Turtles. secret word, I and I Ninja love Turtles. you. <laughs> had to be Ninja Turtles. So I guess that wraps up for this episode of Talking Simpsons. I am Bob Servo on Twitter. Please follow me and let me know if you like the show. I also do another show called Retronauts. It's a yeah. weekly classic gaming podcast, and it's so much work, but I love doing it. All these guys have been on it, so please listen mm-hmm. to it, uh, mm-hmm. guys. Please plug things. Um, LaserTimePodcast.com um, We write a ton of fun stuff out there That's where the Simpsons episodes air If you want to go directly to the Simpsons episodes The archive, it's TalkingSimpsons.com uh, But LaserTimePodcast.com Home to a bunch of other podcasts Cape Crisis, the comic book show Video Game Apocalypse, the weekly video game show uh, VG Empire, it just doesn't stop Cape Crisis, Laser Time uh, Blunder yeah. Lizard, let's see if that comes back now, Yeah, and Patreon.com slash LazyTime That's how you hear the first season of this Where we talk all about the first 13 episodes of Simpsons It's exclusive to that There's Cape Crisis, a comic book podcast too All these great things, LazyTime podcast You want to be a potter t- <laughs> Yes, yeah. and I should say, please review us on iTunes yeah, On the iTunes great. Music Store It only takes a second to give us five stars Or let us know what you think about the show And that helps us a lot, because we're trying to crush every Simpsons podcast We want to be number yeah. one people yeah. We will destroy everyone in our wake No one's got the fucking bulls to tackle every episode of The Simpsons in 30 minutes. No one is nerdier than us. At least I think so. So we'll see you next time for a brand new episode of Talking Simpsons. Later, everybody. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.